Hello, everybody. Hope everybody is doing good. And uh, yep. So thank you very much for giving so much love to all the episodes before. And uh, yes, so thank you very much for being. Um, and it, it would be great if you can speak about yourself and what you do. Yeah. Hi, Lakshit. Uh, I can't reveal my name. Uh, I just feel too uncomfortable about it yet. Um, so hi, everyone. I am a Pakistani Hindu girl who was born and brought up in Pakistan. And now I have come to India. Uh, the first time I came here was in 2013. And since then, I haven't left this country. And um, yeah, and, and I'm currently residing in central India. I would rather not um, give the details. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, I love it here. Thank you. Yep. Great, great. Thank you for that introduction. Uh, so before starting, um, that would be great if you speak about your story being a Pakistani Hindu girl and about the life, how was everything there, how was things going on and yeah. Okay, uh, so uh, I, in order to understand that how would you be treated in Pakistan as a Hindu girl, you need to understand that uh, uh, it depends on the society that you live in and the people they are surrounded by you. Mm-hmm. So uh, my childhood was spent in Balochistan in a small town. And around class 8, I moved to Karachi, which is a metropolitan city for good education. And so, like, in the town, in the small town, when people knew each other, when uh, I had more Hindus around and also Muslims. So, it was a lot of uh, uh, a good, tolerant environment in the small town because uh, people were more friendlier. And um, But when you move into, when I moved to Karachi, it's like I was the only Hindu girl in the school. And most of the people who would uh, uh, interact with me, first question they would ask is, uh, when did you come from India? So okay. from this, you can understand that the awareness in the country about minorities was very less. Um, they did not acknowledge that there are other people uh, living here with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of tells you the mindset of their tolerance levels and mm-hmm. um, their perception. So um, I'll, I had like girls have it easy. My brothers did not have it uh, easy with making friends there. So a lot of people will be like, "Ye kafir hai." We will not play with him. So kafir is someone who does not follow Islam, okay. according to them. So it it was kind of a a hatred was always felt, and uh, I as a girl was <laughs> privileged enough because of my gender that people did not misbehave with me. Mm-hmm. But yes, they did make fun of our gods our concepts, whatever they saw from the television. And um, like, even if you would be like to, you know, if you, if you would like to explain to them your religion, just, they will just shun you out because that's the kind of extremism that persists there. Mm-hmm. Um, no one would eat from my lunchbox. Um, okay. Yeah, so, so there were, the discrimination is prevalent there. And like now that my friends have grown up, now that we are 24, 25, now that I interact with them, then they, they acknowledge those things and they accept that, yeah, that, that fear in them was um, there. And now they're apologetic about it um, and sympathetic as well. But um, like the little kids, uh, they're still like that. And there's a lot of extremism going on. It, it basically depends on your upbringing. Okay. I'm not saying everyone is like that. Let me be very clear. So in my class, in my experience, Around 50% of the people were extremists, 50 were very nice. And that improved with the age. So mm-hmm. around 11th grade, 12th grade, they were much mature people, much more accepting people. Okay. And in the younger years, there's just 
uh, kids. So whatever they hear at home in their madrasas, they will imply it, everything there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a constant, it's a constant struggle for your identity. Um, mm-hmm. It's like uh, when you go to a temple, like when we would go visit the Karachi temple, we would not give the auto driver the address of the temple. Rather, we would give the address of something nearby. Okay. Because you just want to avoid the look on their face when they're like, oh, Hindu. Um, okay. Yeah, I would, I'm not saying that uh, it happens with everyone. It's just my perception. So please, please just do not uh, make it like it's a universal thing out there. Uh-huh. There are some auto drivers that are very nice. I'm not blaming everyone. I'm just um, sharing. So, and now like you would be knowing that there's a prevalent debate going on in the, in, on a temple being built in the capital city of Pakistan, yes. right? Yes. So it's like, I'm constantly uh, debating about it. So um, my friends, they will be like, okay, so some of them are supporting the temple being built because they are like, yeah, minorities also have a right to worship. Yes. But some of them are like, no, being an Islamic state, we cannot allow this. Mm-hmm. And it it breaks my heart knowing that I grew up with these people, okay, and they are not even accepting my right to worship. Mm-hmm. So, you I don't belong there, but I do belong there, and it's kind of a dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you love that country, but you are saddened by it as well. And here in India, I'm struggling to get accepted by the Indian community as well. Okay. So people have been really nice so far, but uh, as long as we don't have citizenship yet, we don't feel like the country has accepted us. Okay. And, okay. Uh, yeah. And then what, what are the struggles there of being a girl? Like what kind of problems do you as a woman saw there? So as a woman, um, if you want to study and make a good career, then you should be in the Big cities only, uh, that's one struggle. And I think that is faced by every girl out there, not just a Hindu or a Muslim. Mm-hmm. The small towns are not that, that developed. India, see, like when you compare it to India, there are like a lot of big cities, big schools, good schools. Yes. Um, and there, the villages are not developed. And there are only like four or five big cities where you can travel mm-hmm. or where you can move. And uh, it's not easy for families to do that. Okay. Um, so so that's one struggle like in order to make your place in your career okay. um the second is the the discrimination from the society like so if someone wants to become a model for for example mm-hmm. and uh, so so go into modeling business or something then okay. those girls are criticized very severely um okay it's it's yeah, it's just a perception of people. So illiterate people are more out there and accepting people are very few. Mm-hmm. So that's second. Otherwise, like generally, people are quite respectful of women out there. So I didn't see a lot of discrimination against that. Um, okay. You know, the Pakistani people, they speak Urdu, right? And it's a very polite, very yeah. um, respectful language. So yes. yeah, and, and uh, obeying like, and also respecting women is one of the things they abide by. So yeah. Okay. And and what kind of rights uh, to the Supreme Court of Pakistan ha- has given to the Hindu girls and uh, Hindus living in Pakistan or the minorities? Um, so for the past few years, things have been improving uh, earlier, like before 2015, Hindu marriage was not even legal in Pakistan. Okay. So yeah, I remember my cousin getting her passport made and she had to prove that she is married to my Jiju. 
and like the officer questioned her where's your marriage certificate okay. and we were like oh shit there is no marriage like legal marriage system for hindus in this country yeah so yeah so that again showcases the lack of awareness so that's one thing that got legalized uh, in 2015 post i came to india and so there are like very few like government grants or something to help them study like 2000 rupees per year that's uh-huh. i think and um there are no special laws as such uh, but yeah in the parliament minor a few minority seats are kept and not for women uh, just minorities okay and um one more thing i was um yeah and in the army now i see uh six being uh, at good levels like um lieutenant levels uh-huh. uh, earlier it wasn't earlier it wasn't allowed so like a hindu was considered like no no a hindu would side with india or spy for india but now i do see people uh, at good ranks there so that's a good thing that's a good act not just hindus i i think even christians uh-huh. um so things have been changing uh, but it's still a long long way to go yeah yeah and what do you think like how can caa the bill passed by the government of india can help uh, minorities as christians hindus muslims buddhists jains all around the, the afghanistan pakistan and bangladesh and how can these uh, the law can help people okay so this law is very important lakshadweep and in order to understand its impact we need to understand that the ca has been existence and power before this 2019 amendment uh-huh. this is just an amendment earlier it was um, earlier this these things were like some of the things were not included which i'll explain so uh, the only difference that the 2019 amendment brought to caa is that the people who came before 2014 will be given immediate nationality okay that is the only difference otherwise this law has been existence since the indian constitution was made mm-hmm. and uh, the same communities the same countries like india pakistan bangladesh and the same minority communities the reason being pakistan was made on the demand of muslims wanting to have a separate country okay and the government at that time knew that in like the people who are stuck there the minority like hindus six uh, buddhists the people mm. who are stuck there they will suffer okay and they will need a window to climb back here and secure themselves so that's why i think the law was imposed in the constitution that's my understanding okay. but it has been there since like since a long long time that's how I, it was possible for me as well to come here in 2013 and just stay here and keep renewing my visa okay Okay. So uh yes this law so the new amendment let's talk about the CA amendment 2019 which uh allows me to have immediate nationality. So okay. this is a huge help uh-huh. um for people like me who have been waiting for their nationality since more than 7 years now uh-huh. and the thing is uh, earlier you have to stay for 12 years before you are eligible for nationality. Now this amendment is immediately making me eligible. So it's it's a huge help in my career as well because if i'm going to work here and it's at many points i have to i have to present a nationality even for a gas connection you need to have an aadhar card yes. um so it's quite difficult uh, when it comes to living in india if you do not have nationality mm-hmm. and uh, you are not eligible for many things like subsidies and all and okay. um 
so and because of lack of awareness here as well people are not uh, people are not aware of the laws and the the rights that a foreigner also has so if okay. i had when i had to take admission in schools it was very very hectic because people will just be taken aback when they hear the word pakistan and immigrant because they were like everyone just thought oh no no we hate pakistan so we should not be talking to these people okay. so they didn't even know the laws but the fear in them um made my life very difficult so this law will definitely help a lot of people who want to move to india and um, live here uh, i i would have appreciated more if it wasn't just eligible for the people who came before 2014 okay i mean 5 or 7 years at max should be kept for each and every person who wants to move to india okay um 12 years is a long time luxury like i can't i still cannot go to any other country if i want to travel because okay. otherwise it will ruin my record and there are many more implications and complications so so first thing is that education will become easier second is that you can own property here and um, you can be a part of the president so like uh, you get rights you get more rights here when you have nationality okay and the third thing is you can travel to other countries as well with, without you know any complications okay and fourth is that you don't have to go to the police station every year to to you know renew your visa it's a uh-huh. very hectic process okay and uh, and that that is also depending from states to states okay um so india is still developing that there was not much recognition uh-huh. a lot of people don't know what a foreigner like a special foreigner i mean we are not refugees uh-huh. we are living here on long term visa we pay taxes uh-huh. we we don't take any government benefits whatsoever okay so like uh for such people it will become a lot of help if we, do, if we are given nationality because we do not even want refugee status we just want to be accepted yeah um and and so, uh, yeah like mm-hmm. what kind of um, after the bill was uh, okay, like you know uh, passed by the parliament of india uh there were a lot of protests going all around the country uh, did, did it have a make a change or there is some differences or there are some kind of like what kind of problems and did you you know are you facing now so um i am still afraid of uh, telling my nationality and my you know identity uh-huh. because of this only so uh, you don't you never know who is supporting what okay so when you reveal yourself you are maybe putting yourself in some sort of a situation where people can judge you and okay. be against you and even become violent because there were a lot of protests going on so i don't want to be a target of any of that so first thing it had affected me was that pe- there were a lot of debates going on like th- those people who knew my nationality they started asking my opinion on a lot of things because okay. uh, yes it matters because i'm someone who is directly affected by ca yeah and i am not i am not hesitant to share my views but the i i but it's never ending lecture okay. so hundreds of people will keep on going on and their uh, perception like from the way they see things is their perception and in order to cl- clarify my situations it was putting in a lot of mental pressure okay so i stopped using social media i stopped talking to people about it um and it ruins relationships as well because sometimes people get so emotionally worked up on things they don't understand other people's perceptions yes um 
so yes it has um, it has kind of made me sad to see that so many people are against in something that could change many lives for better yes, yes. um i would not speak for nrc because it's not a law yet and it's not written anywhere yet so unless there is official communication i cannot share my views but caa has been there since many years this is just one amendment okay and this is only for the people who are here since 2000 before 2014 so it's not going to change anything on other people's lives it's only going to change our lives who are migrants so yeah. i do not see any reason for it to be harmful okay um yeah yeah and and yeah. what kind of like um, you know uh, like why do you think people protested without knowing the reason because uh, people are going to get nationality in india they have already like you know already are in india right yeah yeah so yeah why, they why, are already are in to india. protest so the first thing is lakshad like, people don't research enough before posing their views they will just see a meme they will just see uh, some article yeah. and they will just follow it blindly so yeah. there were people on shaheen bagh who were pregnant women and they were still protesting i'm going like and i was thinking like does this lady even know what impact the law has on her no they are not aware at all so caa as i as i explained it has been there since before nobody like paid attention to it until this amendment came uh-huh. um so you should research about it read about it first and use your mind to see how it impacts you it's only for the people who are already here since 2014 yes. why do you care okay yeah yeah, yeah i would yeah. just say that people read about things and become aware before making a perception yeah true very much true very much yeah and uh, like uh, do you like do you can you get a nationality now without being feared about anything because the country has already passed the law so like can you get the nationality now uh, it's still a sensitive topic for us so um you know i i read a few of my friends also i i'm telling you that a lot of debates are going on right so many people were in touch with me so uh-huh. a few of my friends were like okay so earlier as well there was something like that passed i i'm not i'm not sure even okay so i this is also something i haven't found online i haven't been able to research about but there are uh, there's a fear is still there when people are spreading rumors uh-huh. that no no whoever goes to nationality they might be killed or something okay um <laughs> by the mob or mob lynching i don't know so these are all just uh, rumors are still going on so it is a sensitive point as far as now i mean i don't know anyone yet who has received nationality on the basis of that law okay. yet yeah then, i'm not aware I, i i think because of the covid pandemic the focus got diverted from this um so maybe we are we are hoping for good news and um, okay. i would rather stay quiet till i receive my nationality yeah yes yes <laughs> yeah. and and like uh, you know we uh, you can just uh, you know go and maybe pay somebody more or bribe somebody and get a nationality so like why do you think that's wrong and why not to do that no no one should ever do that so like uh, that was still possible uh, even when i came to india uh, i i don't know anyone who has done that but okay. i know it can be done okay. but uh, it sh- you should not do that because in the long run if you want to stay in a country and you want to be accepted by them then you should not commit crimes okay um, abide by the law respect the law mm-hmm. the law listens 
to the people who deserve the justice, which I can see happening. Like CA was something like to bring justice to me, to my fate. Uh-huh. Um, so like I, I'm scared of crimes anyway. <laughs> I mm-hmm. never even cross a red light. How yeah. can I make a fake identity? No true, way. <laughs> true. And then like, why do you, like, why you, like you said, you mentioned that uh, mob lynching can happen, uh, you know, because of the rumors around, because you're, you said you don't have, you don't, uh, got, you don't get that information. So, but why do you think mob lynching can happen even in the country with a Hindu girl, you know, coming from Pakistan and suffering? Then why did people protest without knowing that yeah. Hindu girls from Pakistan are coming? So um, it's it's unav- it's unaware mob everywhere. Okay. So you never know what can affect you, right? True. Yeah. 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 And and what would be your like you know before ending this? What would be your message to anybody who doesn't know the law and had it, did not read about it and uh, is protesting? So what would be your message to them? I would uh, request them to consider the law separately and not think about NRC and mix and jumble these things up. Okay. Because uh, what they're doing is that uh, they're just hearing things about NRC without a proper source. And uh, they're just jumbling this with CA and making something else out of it. So okay. first is that, that view a law with your own, like with a proper opinion solely. Second is that understand things from the perception of people who are actually suffering from it, like myself. Um, Consider what will it change in my life. My life will change dramatically. I would would be over the moon. So consider things from our perspective. We suffer a lot when we change a country. It's not like going to the US and the proper planning and a job or anything. We just came overnight. We just took our bag, ran overnight. We had no jobs, no money. Mm-hmm. struggle a lot so uh, yeah so consider that before you think about it and fourth is that when you think that um, so this law should be more inclusive Muslims are not here and all so uh, let me tell you something before deciding that just talk to a Pakistani Muslim on Facebook Twitter anywhere and just ask them are they willing to move to India forever and if they say yes they want to move to India forever and because of this law only they cannot come then you can think, okay, yeah, this law is not that great. But as far as I know, I know thousands of Muslim friends from Pakistan. Nobody wants to move here forever. They want to come here, travel, sure. Uh-huh. But moving is a different thing. And again, the Indian immigration laws, they can they can apply through those laws as well. Okay. So a Pakistani Muslim or, Christ, or any from any other country, an American Muslim, whoever, Nigerian Muslim, I don't care. They can come from the... From the usual immigration laws, okay. you don't have to rely on CA. Mm-hmm. This law doesn't say that other immigration laws are inapplicable. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. true. Yes, yes. Um, I just very sorry to know. I had a question over here. Is uh, like mm-hmm. you, you said you we pay taxes. Uh, then why, like you know, people are taking taxes from you, but why they don't want to accept you as you know as a Pakistani Hindu or whatever. Um, so. Not everyone knows that uh, I have been a responsible citizen. Only those who would know who are in touch with me. Okay. And as I mentioned earlier, like those people who are protesting around the country in Delhi and all, they don't know me. I haven't communicated with them. And I won't even come in the spotlight now because it is kind of a 
it is kind of a sensitive situation right now and there's yeah. a lot of hatred that comes your way people attack you without knowing uh-huh. about yourself so yes. that's what i'm saying like this podcast of yours might help people know that uh, we do not come on refugee status we are rather immigrants who are not taking any government benefits we pay our taxes and everything yes. as applicable according to the laws okay wonderful wonderful so yeah thank you very much for being here it's my pleasure having you hope uh, i didn't uh, you know uh, affect you in some way of asking things about this uh but i'm very happy that you just joined us and you know spoke about um, your perception your uh, uh, you know id uh, back of this uh, law and yeah so thank you very much for being here it's it was and it would be always my pleasure to have you thank you very much thank you lakshit i'm really happy to be here and uh, to be able to answer your questions i would be, i wish people would be more accepting and they would read and be aware more before thinking and making a perception about a law and acting on it yeah yeah true thank you thank you again thank